The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We've officially reached the halfway mark of the season, and at the halfway mark, it's been a mixed bag from the Chicago Bulls so far. We're going to talk about where the Bulls currently sit right now, halfway through the season, and are they on the positive trajectory or not? And then we're also going to preview the game tonight against the Washington Wizards. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so as you guys may have known and seen on the emergency episode yesterday, the Bulls will be without Javante Green for at least a month, if not more. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks after having an arthroscopic uh, knee surgery. Uh, and so, you know, with that being said, the Bulls are going to have to look for a different way to, to bring and get the energy off the bench. What? But the benefit to that is, is that we have been doing that here as of lately anyway. But without Javante Green for a little while, um, so we've kind of already learned uh, to how, how to do that. We've had a couple of stretches actually without Javante already this season. So while I know that, you know, I, I brought up the speculation yesterday, does this, you know, force the Bulls to go ahead and maybe pull the trick on a move that they were considering earlier? Again, not anything major. Still hold on to nothing major changing with the Chicago Bulls team as far as trades go. But, you know, something to look out for to see what they do. But coming into this game against the Washington Wizards, we know Javante Green is going to be out. Lonzo Ball, of course, as well. DeMar DeRozan's listed as questionable. On the other side of that, we got Bradley Bill, who's going to be out for the Washington Wizards, with them having uh, both Gafford, Kispert, and Kristoff uh, Przingis all listed as questionable for them coming up in this next game. And really what it just boils down to is this then. The Bulls need to execute on both sides of the ball. As we know, that has been the keys to the game for the Bulls for quite a while now. The Washington Wizards sit at 17-24 and 24 on the season. Uh, the Bulls sit at 19-22. and 22. And at the end of the day, it's just this. The Bulls just need to execute, and they need to take care of the ball, rebound well, especially if Porzingis does end up missing this game. This is a game, a team uh, in the Washington Wizards that don't have a lot of size, right? Don't have a lot of uh, players that should be able to, like, really put up tough defense on Nikola Vucevic. We know they have Daniel Gafford. He's also listed as questionable. If both those players, Porzingis and Gafford, both miss, this needs to be a game in which Nikola Vucevic is making his presence be felt early, 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 and consistently in this game. And if he can do that, if the Bulls can do that, we've seen they find success and they have success. So, you know, that's going to be the thing in this game. Again, you guys know I'm past any point of really, you know, predicting wins and losses for this team because this team can be so wildly different game to game. But you look at this, uh, you, you want to keep Kyle uh, Kuzma from having a huge night against you. Bradley Bill is not going to be there, but uh, DeLon White, uh, Denny, who who played well against us, Rue Hachimura, like, you want to you wanna make, make sure you maintain and play solid defense on these players as well. And if DeMar DeRozan does end up missing uh, a game for the Chicago Bulls in, the, in this game, if they decide to sit him for one or two games, just let that, that quad injury kind of heal up, we're going to need somebody else to step up. That's one of the things that hurt us in our last game is that we really didn't have anybody to step up and help our big three out. And so I do expect Vooch to have an impact in this game. Definitely expect uh, Zach Levine to continue his 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 just wild play, um, amazingly play, I should say that, um, here lately. But we're going to still need uh, Io DeSumo, Patrick Williams, a Kobe White, 
uh, a Drogic, a Drummond, somebody else to step up and have another big impact as well for this team just to kind of balance it out. We're going to be monitoring that to see who does it. Hopefully it's done by committee. Hopefully this team as, as a whole plays pretty well. And if those things happen, we know that the Bulls can find success against any team. It's just it's just them actually coming out and executing that. How are they going to deal when the Washington Wizards go out on the run? Are they going to go back to isolation ball? What are they going to do? These are the questions that we've been asking here over the last 10 or 15 games, and they do not change from this team because in my, from my perspective and in my opinion, this team, while has been very much improved over the last 12 to 15 games. It still hasn't been enough of a sample size for me to rely and just bet on we're going to see that version of the team night in and night out. Do I hope that we do? Absolutely. This is a Washington Wizards team that doesn't rank statistically high offensively or defensively. But again, with the Chicago Bulls, you can't overlook any team and you have to rebound the ball well you have to move the ball efficiently without getting turnovers if you can do those things it's been the story for the Chicago Bulls all season in games where they do those things they find and they have can have success that's just what it boils down to the Washington Wizards come in in this as the 20th ranked offense in the NBA and then they're also ranked at 15 defensively which is above the Bulls who currently rank 19th defensively so again execution on both sides of the ball who's going to step up Who's going to earn their matchups and make the other team pay for leaving them open on open shots? There was a lot of wide open shots missed, not just by one player, but by a lot of players in the last game against the Boston Celtics. We can't have that, especially if we are going to be without DeMar DeRozan or DeMar is going to be on some type of minutes restriction, which is another thing that could happen, whether it's an unofficial or official minutes restriction. So looking out for those things from the Chicago Bulls against the Washington Wizards, and we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll be locked in here pre-game, halftime hangout, and post-game show. So make sure you guys are tuned in and subscribed to the channel to get the notifications of when we go live for that. Now, moving on from that, the Bulls are currently right now at, at the halfway park. They've made they've played 41 games out of an 82-game season. And so we uh, it came out yesterday that the Bulls are optimistic about the second half of the season, and rightfully so they should, right? We're 19-22 and 22 over, over the first half of the season, but we know uh, we've won eight of our last 12 games, right? And over the course of the over the stretch of that, uh, one player has has really stood out consistently. Not just him, Vooch has been consistent. Demar Derozan, he's had bad shooting nights, but been kind of consistent in, in at least moving the ball here in the last in the last month or so. But Zach Levine, and I want to I want to talk about this. How much is the Bulls' improved play really hinging on Zach Levine being able to keep up being a more efficient scorer? Right in the last three games, Zach Levine has averaged thirty four point seven points per game. 56 uh, shooting percentage overall from the field, 55% from three-point range, five rebounds, and just under five assists per game. He's second in the NBA in scoring over that time. But over the last 10 games, he's the eighth overall scorer in the NBA, and he's been drastically improving his play in those times. So if the Chicago, if, if Zach Levine can keep up being this three-level scorer that we know and have seen Zach Levine to be at times in his career, the sky's the limit for Zach. It really just boils down to if Zach is going to maintain being that, if Zach is going to keep this up. Is this just a flash in the pan? Or is this the Zach Levine we're going to be getting for the rest of the season over the last 10 games, right? Not as impressive as the last three games, but still very much impressive. He's 28th 
I'm sorry, he has averaged 28 points per game, which will put him as eight, eighth in the league in scoring overall if you maintain that over the course of the season. 4.3 rebounds, 4.4 assists, 88, 88% from free throw range, 48% from three-point range, and 51% overall field goal percentage. That is the Zach Levine that we need to see. That is the Zach Levine that the Bulls paid for. And if we get that version of Zach Levine, the Bulls are going to continue to look like a playoff team. Now, are they going to be able to make it an extent? Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today their season into the points where they can get out of that playing tournament that part remains to be seen but this final push and if the front office is quote-unquote confident in the bulls being able to have success in the second half of the season it has to be a big part because zach levine steps up and is getting back to that zach levine that we saw before he initially had the back and knee injury last season now you know some people question if he can do that you hear all the time oh well zach is inconsistent zach is that and I understand where people are coming from with that. Even though Zach, is before prior to the back injury last season, he improved his efficiency every single season over the last four seasons, right? With big performances, he just didn't have the supporting staff. We need this Zach Levine. And that is regardless of whatever goes on with DeMar. Even if DeMar gets back as well to being the king of the fourth and what we're used to seeing from DeMar DeRozan, we still need this version of Zach Levine for us to be that playoff team. So looking at the back half of the season. And looking at the optimism from the front office, the bet on continuity, still a mixed bag, right? Didn't work at the start of the season. We kind of worked ourselves into it and out of it. Zach Levine getting more comfortable after that knee surgery. We still have yet to see the leap that this front office was betting on from Iota Sumo or Patrick Williams. Now, Kobe White has changed his game considerably, albeit his offense getting a little bit worse. But we've seen improvement from him in almost every other facet of the of the game of basketball from Kobe White this season and he's really the only one that's made any type of marketable improvements even though like I said shooting splits some of the lowest of his career thus far what the Bulls do and yes we know and it's been talked about heavily here and other places the Bulls do have the easiest schedule remaining in the NBA I think they're tied for first somewhere in there completely completely flip-flopping and setting the Bulls up to have the opposite of what they had last season but can they do it? Is that optimism that this front office has, is it valid or is it something that they're just using again to excuse not doing much? Even with that being optimistic, we know that we came into this into the season missing some things for our roster. So if you're still optimistic, front office, you still need to go out. And if you can, and again, I don't think it's going to come by giving up big pieces of our rotation, but what can you add to this team? What can you add it via, via, via the trade deadline or buyout market or whatever you end up doing? Because if you really want to make a significant push, if this team wants to make that push, yes, it's going to take Zach, Vooch, DeMar playing like a big three from here to the rest of the season. And one thing that we haven't had to talk a lot about in depth until this Javante injury uh, as well is how healthy can the Bulls stay? The Bulls have been relatively healthy for us when you look at the way that the last few seasons has gone for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, we've had a lot of players miss 
you know, a handful of times, but it's not been any type of injuries that you look at being extended. Yeah, Andre Drummond's still dealing with a, a short sh shoulder. Uh, Ilas Caruso plays three games. He's gone for two and all that. But again, the Javante Green injury has been the first major one of this season that is going to keep him out for an, a, a, a considerable amount of time. But I'll tell you what, if the Bulls get one more to two more major injuries to where a player got to, we got to go back to the four and six weeks, or something like that, it can really disrupt this team that is already, the roster construction already has areas of the roster playing at a deficit or very thin. So, you know, I talked about it yesterday in the, in the emergency episode with Javante Green is, does this, knowing that now he's not going to be back, what does this do for the minutes rotation? Is he just going to rely more heavily on, on Derrick Jones Jr. as we have? Does Andre get a couple more minutes? Do you take the rookie and sneak him in there for eight, for eight minute stretches at times or things like that to just see what he can do? But what we came into the season with, one of the first things that we realized about the season is the Chicago Bulls bench is legit or can be legit. And then we started having players come in and out of it. Uh, Alice uh, Caruso went into the starting lineup for a little while there. Javante went into the starting lineup when Patton Io got demoted, things like that. But otherwise, it's been pretty consistent outside of those those little ding-ups from time to time on players. But do you, can, do you trust in the fact that that is going to be sustainable in the back half of the season when health, thing that kind of worked against you, has been relatively in your favor over the first half of this season? Do you bet on uh, Billy Donovan and his reaching, re recent coaching being something that is, is sustained, right? Do you keep moving the ball around? Do you, does he keep adjusting pretty well? I, I like some, most of his ro – Boston rotations were weird. But over the last 10, 12 games, Billy Donovan has coached a pretty good rotation-wise game. So, you know, those are the type of things and questions that we need to ask ourselves. And then also – how are other teams in the Eastern Conference going to improve by the trade deadline? The Bulls may not be considering making major moves at the deadline, but I tell you what, there are some teams that are below and some above the teams that are definitely considering some major moves. And once those do shakeups start happening, where do the Bulls then sit? Even with the easiest schedule in the back half of the season, you with the NBA, it's an arms race. And we saw that this offseason, the Bulls wanted to bet on continuity in that arms race and an improvement from their younger players, which is fine. It didn't end up coming out the way that they, or start out the way that the front office hoped, but I understand it, right? But you fell behind in that arms race, which saw teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers making an acquisition that just sent their roster so far up. Atlanta Hawks making a deal that didn't that hasn't gone the way that they would have hoped that it had gone. They still sit above the Chicago Bulls. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics making minor moves to add things to already championship-level rosters. When you, when you are looking around the Eastern Conference, yeah, some of the moves other teams made, Jalen Brunson, Isaiah Hardenstein going to the Knicks, Miami Heat's deals haven't seemed to work out in, in the way that they want to either. But again, another team above the Chicago Bulls. If any of these teams make significant moves that improves their roster, it's going to be even harder for the Bulls to get out the playing team. So that faith that this front office has in the second half of the season, hopefully they're monitoring those, those things as well because i tell you what, all it takes is for the Bulls to miss out are the Bulls to, I don't want to say miss out on a trade because it's not like they're necessarily all going after the same players, but if this front office doesn't take a look to at least add something to this roster and the other teams around the Eastern Conference do make major moves, all this improved play, whether or not, may be all for not if those things end up coming to fruition. Now, let's see if they do. Not guaranteed that they will, but it could. So I want to ask you guys this. With confidence, knowing that this, this front office is confident heading into the second half of this season, do you share that confidence? What is the confidence level you have in this team right now? I'll figure out some type of ranking system. It'll be over in the community tab, or you can just type your uh, thoughts out down below on this video if you're on the YouTube side of things. 
But, hey, that's it for today, man. That's it for the Bulls. Well, that's it for this episode. We got three more episodes coming today, so make sure you guys are tuned in as well. But that is it for today's episode. Make sure you guys follow the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red. It's game day. I'll see you guys tonight. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.